Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back, everyone, to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm looking forward to discussing another great financial topic on the PA the FI Way podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and holiday season and are looking forward to New Year's right around the corner. Unfortunately, it's the time of year where all sorts of lovely illnesses and viruses are going around. So I usually have maybe one or two episodes a year where I am more congested than normal. So thanks for your patience with listening to me that way. With wrapping up the year of 2023 and looking forward to the year of 2024, it's always a nice time of year to reflect back on the year and look forward to the upcoming year as to what types of financial goals you have achieved and what types of goals you would like to see for the new year. In that light, I thought that the topic of this episode would be helpful for those who are high earners. Many of us earn well over six figures per year, depending upon your role, specialty, and profession. But then you are left scratching your head and wondering, how in the world am I still living paycheck to paycheck? So in this episode, I'm going to share 10 reasons why high earners are living paycheck to paycheck. The first reason is poor money management. On the surface, this point may seem obvious, but if you don't know where your money is going, then you don't know what changes you can do to help you build wealth and no longer live paycheck to paycheck. And the foundation of money management is budgeting. And budgeting does not need to be a prolonged, tedious tool that you use for the rest of your life. Some people are really into budgeting weeks upon months upon years and tracking every single dollar as to where it goes. And some may need that as inspiration, motivation, or maybe they are a little bit on the nerdy side and like to crunch the numbers really hardcore. Although I am a self-proclaimed nerd, I do not enjoy being so tedious and budgeting every single one of my husband's and my dollars because of the time that it takes. However, I do believe that budgeting is a foundational tool to managing your money well. And I do think that it's essential that you do when you are first learning to become financially literate and learning how to reach financial independence. This could look like budgeting intently for at least three months, but maybe it looks closer to six months or a year for you. And in that time, doing the tedious work of tracking every single dollar as to where it's going. And why is this? It is because that I have worked with several PAs that share with me that they have no clue where their money is going. 
they get their paycheck, and they tend to spend it all. Maybe they are impulsive spenders and do lots of online shopping. Maybe they go out to eat a lot or get a lot of coffee or beverages, spend a lot of money on gifts for people, and spend a lot in other forms of entertainment. Obviously, intrinsically, these things are not bad to spend money on, but they are if you are overspending and don't have a clue where your money is going. So it is amazing how eye-opening even one month worth of budgeting can be to you if you have never done this before. It can almost serve as a wall or a barrier or a little bit of a block to you mentally when you are asking yourself, hey, do I actually want to spend my hard-earned income on this item or experience? Will this truly add value to my life or add a large amount of joy to my life or the life of my friends or family if it's a gift for them? Or am I feeling as though I'm wanting to spend impulsively and not really think about this purchase? And it might bring me joy for all of 10 seconds and I might not ever use it again. Budgeting will also be eye-opening as to which monthly expenses are really costly for you. And then you can have that discussion either with yourself or with your spouse as to, hey, do we really feel as though this amount of money is worth this? Or can we price compare, shop around and get the same item for a lot cheaper per month? And you can help cut your overall monthly expenses that way. Learning to take control of your finances is a really great first step in no longer living paycheck to paycheck. The second reason why many high earners live paycheck to paycheck is because they allow lifestyle creep, otherwise known as lifestyle inflation, which are terms for keeping up with the Joneses. In our American society, we feel so much pressure to look a certain way, wear certain clothes or certain shoes or carry certain purses or live in a certain type of house, drive a flashy car. And when you start earning more either as a new grad or if you change jobs, negotiate higher income, it's so easy for your lifestyle to creep or inflate and you want to spend more of that money that you are earning on things just to impress others and not necessarily for convenience for yourself or on something that you truly don't need. Again, this goes back to the conversation of will a 3,000 or 4,000 square foot house truly add a lot of value to you or will there be several hundred or even thousands of square feet that are actually unused in that home and you have more expense because you have to furnish the house, you have to pay more property taxes, unexpected expenses, such as roofs, windows, repairs, and upkeep. It's more expensive to keep the house clean or pay for a cleaner as well. I am a homeowner myself, so I'm not bashing homeowners by any means, but I do recognize that renting can be a great option for many people because of the ease of it, fewer responsibilities, financially that do come with homeownership that are hidden. And especially when you are working on paying off a lot of debt, it's really important not to let lifestyle creep enter your life. At the same time, if you are at the point where you have low debt, you have quite a bit of money invested, and you aren't living paycheck to paycheck, it is very reasonable to loosen the belt, so to speak, and allow yourself to spend more 
to be able to enjoy life along the way. Even when you are preventing lifestyle creep, you don't want to just be living on ramen noodles and delaying all gratification of life. Otherwise, you'll be absolutely miserable along the way. So it's all about balance in life. The third reason why high earners often live paycheck to paycheck is because they don't have any savings or an emergency fund. The flip side of this can also not be a great thing where you have way too much in savings or a giant unnecessary emergency fund because you want to make sure that you're getting your money working for you in the sense of investments or entrepreneurial opportunities or things like that. But if you don't have any savings or an emergency fund, that is a very great way to be living paycheck to paycheck because unfortunately life has unexpected expenses. There are bumps along the way in life. Life is not a smooth ride. You could have unexpected home repairs, car repairs, unexpected medical costs. All sorts of things can creep up and you need to have savings set aside to be able to cover them. Otherwise, you might have to go into further debt with credit card debt, which comes with a really high interest rate or other forms of debt as well. Speaking of debt, the fourth reason why high earners often live paycheck to paycheck is because of high debt. Now, I am definitely not one to say that you can't live life without any debt. Some people advocate for paying off all of your debt, including even mortgages, even if you have a really low interest rate. I don't think that's necessary. However, if you have high student loan debt, other types of consumer debt, such as credit card debt, car loan debt, or a giant mortgage where you are house poor, having all of those debts and monthly payments are a great way to continue to live paycheck to paycheck as a high earner. Many who first learn about financial independence and want to start becoming financially literate are actually afraid to assess their finances. They're afraid to do step one, which was managing their money and budgeting, but they're afraid to look at their total debt as well. You need to get a clear picture of where you are financially. I recognize and understand this can initially seem a little depressing, but again, you need to have an open conversation either with yourself or with your spouse if you are married as well. Do you have a giant mortgage for a home that is way too large for you and your family, way too expensive, the mortgage payments eating up almost all of your paycheck month to month? Do you still have high student loan debt that is hanging over your head like a dark storm cloud? Do you have lots of credit card debt and you're paying a lot of monthly fees because you can't bring your balance down to zero? Or did you pay off your student loan debt, but now you're really tempted to go back into debt with a really expensive car or really expensive house or going into debt for this once in a lifetime trip, keep your debts low. On this note, I do understand that going into debt can sometimes help you build wealth, which on the surface seems odd to think about, but perhaps you go into a little bit of debt while you are purchasing a business or starting a business or perhaps you're going into a little bit of debt when you are buying a rental property for short-term rentals such as Airbnb or long-term rental. Again, not all debt is completely outrageous, but be mindful of your debt. And let's move on to the fifth reason why high earners often live paycheck to paycheck. And this reason is 
either not investing their money or investing in poor investments. And this also has to do with not planning for retirement. You need to be investing now so that you can retire and stop working in the future. If you don't ever invest your money, then you very likely would have to work into the years way past normal retirement age just to make ends meet. Because although we hope to see some social security by the time we age, it may or may not be there and it very likely will not be enough for you to live on for what you're used to spending per month. I have talked with and worked with many PAs that aren't investing their money. They have giant chunks sitting there in savings. And some of them, it's because they're stuck in analysis paralysis, meaning they're trying to think about all the different options they can do with their money. But while they're thinking it's just sitting there and losing value due to inflation over time, or they have it sitting there because they might be wanting to spend it on a really large expense coming up, but they aren't sure yet, or trying to have this internal debate Do they really need a $50,000 wedding with a $20,000 honeymoon? Or could they perhaps cut that in half or even a third and invest the rest of their money? Some people don't invest because they don't know about their retirement accounts or other types of investment accounts. They don't know about their options. They're afraid to invest because of the market. They have misconceptions in that they think that if they put their money into the retirement account that it's quote unquote locked up until their 70s. There are so many misconceptions when it comes to investing. On the other hand, some are investing, but they are only investing in poor options such as individual stocks, investing in this thing that on the surface looks like a great opportunity, but really it's a poor investment, potentially a scam. So it's essential that you understand investing, understand retirement accounts, understand index funds, and again, not be afraid about learning about this or intimidated by it. Because if you are listening to this podcast, you can understand the basics of investing. The sixth reason why many high earners live paycheck to paycheck is because they have inadequate insurance or no insurance, or the wrong type of insurance. So what does this mean? Well, if you are practicing in medicine, you definitely need to make sure you have good professional liability insurance, otherwise known as malpractice insurance. There are different types of that, but you want to make sure that you're covered even if you change jobs. But for medical or non-medical people alike, often life insurance can be very appropriate if there are people that depend on you in your family in the sense of they depend on your income and would not do well if you didn't have an income and were to pass away. But often people fall into the trap of getting whole life insurance when they really don't need whole life insurance and could instead purchase way cheaper term life insurance that is quite adequate for the needs of their family. Disability insurance might be a good type of insurance for a lot of medical professionals to get Again, if you were to become disabled, would your family, including your spouse, be able to survive financially if you can't earn an income? Maybe if that's the case, you don't need disability insurance, but for a lot of us, we are the primary bread earners in our family. 
so having disability insurance is very appropriate. Although the cost of insurance is not a fun cost to pay, think of the cost as to what would happen if you were to get a medical lawsuit or or you were to become disabled, and then you really would be living paycheck to paycheck at that point. The seventh reason why many high earners live paycheck to paycheck is because they don't plan for taxes appropriately, they don't understand taxes, they don't work with tax professionals to help with tax planning and retirement planning as well. If they are business owners, they don't understand business expenses and write-offs, or for both business owners and non-business owners alike, they don't understand that investing in some retirement accounts such as traditional 401ks and equivalent accounts as well as HSAs can lower your taxable income and lower your tax burden. Again, you do not need to have the bandwidth to become a tax professional yourself, but you need to understand the basics of taxes and understand how to find a good tax professional to work with as well. The eighth reason why high earners can live paycheck to paycheck is addictions. And addictions can come certainly in all walks of life, both high earners, low earners, truly rich and wealthy people, and truly poor people as well. There are all sorts of addictions, but many of them can be a drag on your finances, whether it's excessive alcohol drinking and the cost of alcohol can be really expensive. Whether it's drugs, the cost of drugs can be expensive. Whether it's gambling and you're losing your hard-earned income through gambling, all sorts of addictions cost money. A ninth reason why high earners can live paycheck to paycheck is relationship issues or divorce. Unfortunately, it is quite costly to go through a divorce or have rocky relationships where you have counseling or therapy. Many people do not have the opportunity to choose their spouse before they become financially literate and instead are already married once they start learning more about finances. But especially if you are in the dating phase or even engagement phase or completely single phase, it's highly encouraged that you be very mindful as to what type of partner and their values you end up with in the future because Marrying the right person really is important when it comes to keeping your finances on track and building your wealth in the future. And the 10th reason why high earners could be living paycheck to paycheck is because of generosity without boundaries. So being a generous human being is a wonderful thing. It's important for you to give back to those that you would like to give back to. I know many people help out with their parents financially because their parents have given so much to them financially throughout the years growing up and with their own education. I know many people like to give back through donating money towards their favorite organizations or donating money towards their church or other faith-based organizations as well. Many like to give back to their educational programs or colleges to help support the next incoming class of their professional program. Many parents also like to generously give to their kids or their grandkids because they want to make sure that they have all the toys or clothes that they could ever want or need. Now, again, being a generous person is not a bad thing by any means, but it's the without boundaries part that can be difficult. What does this mean? 
it means that if people know that you are high earners, sometimes they could take that to their advantage and take advantage of you. So they might come to you with needing to borrow money. Maybe this is a sibling or a parent or a friend, and you might have utter trust that they will pay you back, but often that's not the case. Or you are the one that's always paying for everything else for everyone. Again, if you are in a great place financially to be able to do that, that is one thing. But if you are truly living paycheck to paycheck, it's really important that you're mindful about where your money goes, even when it is being given generously to others. So those are the 10 reasons why high earners are living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm curious what your thoughts are with this list. Are there any you don't agree with? Are there any that you feel as though I missed and would add to this list? Please let me know by commenting on the social media posts on Instagram or Facebook for this episode or by sending me a DM or an email as well. All that information is in the show notes for today's episode. If you feel as though you're living paycheck to paycheck and would like further guidance or help breaking out of that cycle, I would love to connect with you and discuss whether coaching could be a good opportunity for you to have a little bit more support and guidance one-on-one to be able to help you with your financial goals. So feel free to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, or you can reach out to me through email, pathefiway at gmail.com. And I would be absolutely happy to connect with you and help you with your financial goals with the new year right around the corner. I hope you have a wonderful rest of 2023 and a exciting 2024 ahead of you. Thanks for taking a listen and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way. Please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on. But more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.